It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Covino and Rich. Covino's brilliant. Said no one ever. Best of the week. Dude, you're the worst. Yeah, you're a smart guy. Yeah! Covino and Rich. Best of the week. Covino and Rich. Best of the week. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Covino and Rich. I heard all about it on the radio. Best of the week. Quick story. Quick story. Quick story. Quick story. On a throwback Thursday. Today's opening day, baseball. Unless, of course, you're a shitty Mets fan. Like, what a, by the way, what a typical shitty Mets way to start the season. You know whose fault it is? Doesn't matter. The Nationals. But it's happening to the Mets. And then. Are you seriously warming up with squats behind us? I mean, what do you think Sarah's doing in the bathroom? She's definitely making it. She's making it clap in there. So it made me think of going to the game as a kid. Now, Rich, your stories are going to be different than mine because. That's something you did often with your dad, right? Your dad's yeah. a big baseball guy. Enough, yeah. So you did it a lot. I didn't do it a lot. When I went to Yankee Stadium as a kid, that was like maybe a once every other year thing, maybe maybe once a year thing. Really? As a kid. You know, as I got older, of course, I went there a lot more. But as a kid, my family wasn't making the trek to the Bronx from Union, New Jersey. You know, that was like a special Why? treat. You like to tell us that Manhattan is only 20 minutes away. I mean, but the Bronx is a whole other story. The Bronx is a borough like of New York. Parking was good in the Bronx for Yankee Stadium. It's a nightmare. Uh, two stories I'll share with you real quick. First, the feeling of getting there, taking it in, seeing how your family interacted with the crazy streets of New York or whatever city you're in and the people. Yeah. Like, wow, this is wild, you know? But when you saw that for the green of the grass for the first time in a long time, the the there grass. was nothing greater. Because all you saw was that shitty, grainy TV screen you had back then. And then when you, see, when you saw the green of the grass coming out of the tunnel, it was like the closest thing to heaven when you think about it. Like, oh, 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 oh. The feeling of that is priceless when you look back. And it still is. Don't tell me you don't still get that thrill. When you see the green of the when grass, you, when you, it's I, not the same, to me, but it's still like, oh, man. To me, look, when oh, you... Uh, oh, look at that. Look at that. When you walk <laughs> out of the tunnel. Yeah. Like you're... Uh, who is it? Uh, Favreau and Rudy? Yes. When he's like... The smell of grass. When he just yeah. looks out there. When, uh, when the dad goes, this is the greatest sight these eyes have ever seen. There's That's a feeling... Was, yeah. There's a feeling of, I think more so on opening day or a playoff game. In middle, that, middle, middle of the year, so you, you lose the feeling. But to me, opening day or a playoff game, when you get to the stadium and finally go, like, all right, we're in section 118, when you go through the little tunnel, or it's like, oh, there's a sign, 118. The minute you get there, get there at the end of the ramp. It's like you step outside your body. Like, like oh, my God, look at this. Majestic. <laughs> I, I did feel that way when we've gone to a couple stadiums over the years for football or baseball. Like I, you walk out there and you're like, yeah, this is pretty fucking legitimate. I remember you and Especially I... Especially as a kid, though. Like, even your depth perception's off, and you feel like you're going to fall into the field because you'd never been up that high. Or, you know, like, you're like, oh! Yeah. Like, just the feeling of that, yeah. I'll never forget it, ever. You know, and, and seeing all the 
advertisements that I'd only seen on WPIX, you know, New York. Like, oh shit, the big Bonton scoreboard. This is go oh, Monument was, Park. Oh fuck! Uh, and it, you know the whole mystique of Yankee Stadium for me, and everyone has their own version of that. I was doing squats. I know you mentioned Rudy. Yeah, but we actually, you did you mention that we walked out on the Notre Dame field? Yeah, it was awesome. That was incredible. That was like, one of my that, greatest like, experiences. Through the tunnel, that was uh, awesome. That I like with the sign and everything. Yeah, it was fucking great. Yeah, we we did a whole little college tour thing uh, with Cavino and Rich. When I um, I remember a few years back when we were covering the touchdown. Jesus was there. The playoffs. Playoffs. What was it? Somewhere something for the Mets. Remember City Field? I had like adventures at City Field, and I was walking through the back tunnel. I came uh, out in the outfield during the uh, national anthem during the during the playoffs. We had all access passes, and spot. Well, I was I was worried about the game. I'm a Mets fan. So I was there watching the game. Spot's like, I'm gonna explore a little bit. I'm like, all right, go explore. So I'm sitting in my seat. I'm like, Mets playoffs. This is awesome. This is amazing. The Mets never make the playoffs. We're talking 2015. Spot starts walking around. Actually, no correction. I remember what it was. It wasn't the playoffs. All Star game. Oh, that's right. All-star. It was all-star game. It was so an like, all-star was so in New like, York. Yeah, that's I'm right. I'm like, wait a minute. Why would I be with Spot for a playoff game? It wasn't. It was the all-star game. Why would the Mets be in the playoffs? <laughs> Why would the Mets be in the playoffs? <laughs> well, they had a, yeah, that was 2015 was a good year. Yeah, though. they had one, one good yeah. year. It was the all-star game. So I'm getting ready, sitting down on my seat. I'm with Cavino because I was trying to wonder, why would I be with Cavino on Spot at a playoff game? Didn't make sense. All-star game. And we're like, where the fuck is Spot? Spot was doing that thing where he just kept walking around until someone told him to stop. With authority. And, and no one ever told me to stop. Spot walked around with authority. If you walk around like you have to take a shit, I got to tell you. I you was didn't walk, you didn't walk, gonna stop you. You didn't look inquisitive. You no. didn't look confused. I had my pass on. I had a backpack thought, on. It looked a, official. Maybe they thought he was like Richard Karn or something. <laughs> like, they, they thought he was, oh, UConn feud. Cornelius is here I, I, for the kids, for All-Star Game. I ran into Mr. and Mrs. Met backstage. I walked it's called, in, it's not backstage at a fucking oh, sports event. Uh, back, what is it? What is it? Back. Uh, I mean, I guess in the clubhouse or I don't know. I don't even know what you would say. The tunnels. The, the, the rotunda, the underneath, yeah. Uh, I walked into the outfield. I was by where they like rub all the balls in the dirt. Yeah. Um, I was, and I was this close. No joke. This close. I was standing outside the Mets locker room about to walk in. But then I like. I have a fantasy that you peeked your head through the wall. Like, did you do that or no? Uh, I remember, uh, who's the slug? What's his name? The slug. The big chubby guy. Fat guy. Prince Fielder? No, the uh, pitcher. Bartolo Colon? Yeah, Bartolo Colon. <laughs> uh, the slug. The fat I remember toad? I was standing there and he walked out and I'm like, I could kind of get in if I wanted to. Yeah. But I didn't. I felt I, like, because there was a there was like security nearby and I'm like, I'm not going to risk this. Oh, in man. my imagination, I don't need to get spot, arrested. Spot stuck his head out the wall in center field and. Joe Buck was like, everybody has a special guest appearance from UConn Cornelius. Oh, and so I was like, I'm telling you, the national anthem had started. I was in the outfit. You know where the door is open? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was by a number. I forget what number. But in, in the outfield, the, 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 the military came out to perform like the anthem. And yeah. Spot's like, great job, fellas. Great job. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, nobody stopped him. I remember that. But anyway, uh, the throwback Thursday story of just yeah. going there with your family. And like, like my dad wasn't a big sports fan. So like I see my dad with a Dave Winfield t-shirt on and like his his week one week like Yankee hat that he had that fit funny because I'd, I'd never seen my dad in a hat oh. like that sort of thing like he's like oh this is cool um you know seeing people go charge like oh yeah you're a little kid like oh yeah I gotta do that um but I had one story of I went there with my 
crazy family, like my whole family, went there with my Uncle Angel one time. This is a true story. The dude, true story. The dude, remember, they would booze you up till no end back then. Oh, yeah. There wasn't like a cutoff, and people were rowdy. It was like the 80s, and no one gave a shit, really. You know, like, remember when Rich's dad jumped in the stands at the football game and caught the field goal? That was not correct. That wasn't your no, dad? That was, that was not him. Like, people did crazy shit back oh, then. Oh, Richie. By the way, the one, the one, the one thing, I, I, I mean, I know you're probably going to get into this. I've mentioned this, but again. there were things that were consistently going to happen if you went to a ball game with your family. And I know that's where you're going. You're probably going to all the things that happen. All the things that happen. And, and but I have like one like off the wall story, Michael okay. Jackson style, and you're gonna be like, no way. And I'm gonna be like, right, yeah, let, let's I'm hear. Serious. Let's hear because I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a list of things that automatically happened when you went to the ball game at your family. And by the way, I would go to more games with my mom. Who, by the way, I think my mom's watching and listening because we're free today. No oh, way. So, hey, hey Marianne. Hi, mom. How Hi, are mom. you? But she said, uh, I remember your first Met game. Everyone was cheering, let's go Mets. And you were, she said, you were a tired little kid and you were cheering, let's go home. Ah, so there you go. There he is. Let's go home. Yeah. No. Hey, Rich. <laughs> good one. <laughs> I like that. That's good. That's a good for a little yeah, kid. That's yeah. a good one. Let's go yeah. home. Peak too I, soon. I remember being there. I remember, you know, the expectations of a little kid. But I also remember that when I went to places with my family, I just wanted everyone to get along because yeah. at any given moment, you know, mom and dad could bicker or something weird can happen. Yeah. And then you turn in this car around, right? And you're like, ah. And I just want things to go good. Yeah. I remember one time we went with, like, all of my family, like my uncles and aunts. And we went there. It was, like, family fucking fun time, which was rare, right? Like, oh, yeah. I just hope things go good. This is great. We're all going to see Willie Randolph, right, guys? And, yo, uh, true story. Dave Winfield. Willie Randolph. Dave Winfield in his super tight uniform. In his super There's tight There's never uniform. been a man that wore a uniform tighter. Yeah, super tight uniform. Than Dave Winfield. I think they were like, yo, Dave, the biggest we got, and this is Padres, Yankees, <laughs> anywhere he played. They're yeah. Like, yeah, Dave, uh, we got like large. Is that good? He's like, I'm going to need the XXL. I'm fucking Dave Winfield. They're like, nah, Dave, the, the large. Like, they didn't have that many options back he then. Looked it's like, like the fat kid in Little League always had like a different color pants. <laughs> you know? Because they only went so far with the sizes. All right, so, you know, I was there, and I, I remember I actually told this. Our life has been pretty cool. I was, yeah. telling, I was telling Melody the other day. You know how you love Billie Eilish? I yeah, used to, Dad. I used to love Dee Snyder that way and actually got to tell him all my stories oh, wow. about growing up on my show and how I had his posters in my room growing up. That's like you interviewing Billie Eilish years later. He's like, she's like, wow, that is crazy. I, yes, and the infamous Rich Even Davis this. picture with Dee Snyder, Twisted Sister. I also had the opportunity to tell Willie Randolph, hey, when I was little, man, I went there with my whole family, and we were like, Willie! Now this, <laughs> and you, you turned around, time. man, and, and you were and like, you were yo, like, what's, yeah, up, yeah, what's, what's up, dude? What's up? What's up? You gave me the what's up, man. He's like, and Willie Randolph kindly said, no, I remember that. We know he didn't. Yeah. But I think he did. I think he was hitting on my Aunt Googie. But... One particular day at the Yankee game, Willie, Willie Randolph, yeah. what's up? I think my Uncle Angel had a little too many that day, right? Because they didn't care. There was no real regulation or rules and, you know, and even if there were, I'm not sure my family followed him back then. And Uncle Angel, no one believes me when I say this. He kept threatening to climb the foul pole at Yankee Stadium 
And all I was thinking as a little kid was, no, please don't. Please don't embarrass me. <laughs> don't I don't do want to get kicked out of here. Like, can you someone stop him, please? Like, the, But he kept doing it. Like, we thought he was joking. and But I was still like, no, 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 no. Oh, please don't. Please, come on. Dude. By seventh inning, I'm sure, as yeah. everyone was stretching, and he was a few big gulps in on the bear, Uncle Angel. Now, again, my kid imagination may be a little off. I'll say this, but I'm telling you, I have the visual. Motherfucker climbed higher than halfway. Not quite Super Mario over. This <laughs> is this is like okay. a, this, uh, this, uh, Dude, a, there was a tall a, tale. There, no. There no was way a, Uncle was, Angel climbed the foul pole at Yankee Stadium. And all I know is my little kid fucking mind was like, Oh, no. Like, imagine that. You're like, no. What is he doing? Like, the Yankees were the everything for me. And I'm like, what is Uncle Angel doing? Why isn't anyone here stopping him? And I feel like my, my feeling is sort of, like, encouraging. I'm like, yeah. I, I, I and think, I'm dying I, 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 think, I think your little kid Dude, imagination. I'm telling you. Spot his little kid imagination. And, bro, Uncle Angel. He did not climb nah, the, climb the right field no. foul pole. Even Dave Winfield turned around. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And Uncle Angel's like, yo. <laughs> that is not true. Right, there's I no made, way. I made that part I, up. So so Uncle Angel, there was, there's a great. I heard, I heard that Mattingly pulled <laughs> a home run, and Uncle Angel's like, whoa. And he pulled the foul pole back, and it's like, fair ball, home run. Right? Is that what happened to him? That's so funny. Uncle Angel, like, leaned back. He's like, ooh. This is a strange Mexican. That's a fair oh my ball. God. And that's just inside just the pole. Just inside. Home take, run, Don wait. Mattingly. The Yankees take a 3 nothing lead. Oh, I believe. <laughs> I believe Mattingly was assisted by a Mexican hanging from the foul pole. The scooter Phil Rizzuto said, what's this Huckleberry doing on the foul pole? I'm embarrassed. I'm like, what is going on? Oh, Dude, they had, security had to remove Uncle Angel. And I think, like, to protect me, like, they just kept me at the game and the rest of the family went off and figured out what to do there, but they didn't want to ruin my little moment. Uncle but I remember dying Angel. like, yo, why? What's going on? How are they? They had to remove my Uncle Angel from midway climbing it like fucking King Kong on the grates of the pole. Not like he wasn't climbing it like a palm tree. There's grates <laughs> on the pole. Uncle Angel. Yeah, and he was climbing that shit and he got up far. I couldn't believe it, uh. dude. So as a little kid, I'll never forget that on a throwback Thursday. It is. And a shout out to Uncle Angel. His kid, Anthony, might be watching is, right now. Uh, True story. Uncle I Angel. I was there. Uncle Angel, a legend. And hey, just going to the game, bro. Hey, like you um, said, the expectations. Yeah, is, no, I, I have the. It, it's so great. I, and still I have, is. Uh, on opening day, it is nice to reminisce, uh, reminisce a little bit on a throwback Thursday. Yeah. Now, I'm pretty certain, mm -hmm. again, I don't know if this is Steve Cavino tall tale. That wasn't a tall tale, man. I, I'm I just believe saying, I don't know how high he got up there. There, there was a game. Spot, I know, like, when we play certain clips, we've been getting flagged lately. Right? Uh, like, yeah. for videos, like, uh, yeah. I could try. Yeah, I, because I don't think this would. There was a clip, and Cavino swears he was at the game. I was I, at the and game. I, and I, no, and I believe him. Where I have a witness. Guy, where the guy, yeah. there was a guy that... During, I was there. During, I saw it during Naked Gun when uh, when Reggie Jackson when, no not Reggie Jackson tries to kill the Queen in Naked Gun when Frank Drebin's like great to have you back Nordberg and he hits him and he and he goes down in the wheelchair and flips onto yeah. the field yeah Cavino was at a game where someone yep fell out of the upper deck yeah. and onto the net behind home plate and I remember seeing this highlight on like ESPN or something and Cavino's like bro I was right near the guy it was he fell. Right, right next to Kavita. Right over Kavita. Kavita's oh. like, I was right under the guy. Dude. And he fell from the upper deck and he landed on the net. 
behind home plate at Yankee Stadium. Like the fat, like some dude just fell. True story. Fell into the netting, man. And Sean, the lawyer, as my witness. Like every once in a while, I'm like, I was you were there, there right? I was there. I'll never forget it. Yeah, it was, he knows the day and everything. I'm like, yo, that was crazy, right? That shit was wild. The guy fell off from the upper tier onto the net, and he had to crawl back up. And people were trying to hand him like their little. Their little fishing net because people get found balls with yeah. it to get them back up. Um, but it delayed the game for a minute. I thought you have it. I was there. Look. Some guy, <laughs> some guy fell. Man, I'd love to see the Uncle Angel footage from 1982. Oh, wow. There's another. Can you imagine? Oh. Imagine the fear of that kid as he was falling. Like, no! Watch, I bet you see people handing him. There he goes. Yeah. So I'm in this level right above him. All right, I'm, oh, I'm right up there's there. There's Kavita. Yeah, I'm right there. <laughs> I am. Somewhere in there. But That's, that's insane. Yeah. We were wow. like, holy shit. We just saw a body. No, wait. Why did they grab, they grab him like he's a criminal? That's what I didn't like about that. Mm, I mean, I mean to, it's know, very possible that he did that on purpose. Kind of how he grabbed Uncle Angel from the foul pole. <laughs> well, I'm serious. I mean, there's a difference. Uncle Angel. Hold on. He grabbed him from his pants. Man <laughs> climbs foul pole. There, if there was footage. Oh my God, I, 1984, yeah, Yankee right? Stadium versus the Angels? Bill White is like, what's going on in right field? By the way, do you see the very concerned look of Jorge Posada in the dugout? It what is what? going on? So, opening day baseball. Mets are canceled today. Fuck. Enjoy it. Enjoy the, on a throwback Let's Thursday, see. the feeling of going there as a game and expecting your oh, family this. to buy you every little thing that came around. Programs here. Like, Dad, please. Hey, get your hot uh, dogs. Ice cream here. You wanted that little helmet with uh, the ice cream the, so the bad. Way, there, there was, uh, I, see a, I see a squirrel climbing up the, the pole. No, man. Look no, up Mexican no, guy. Look up no, Uncle Mex Angel. Look up Bob from La Bamba. <laughs> look up, Bob from no, La Bamba not climbs squirrel. pole. Google Uncle see. Angel. Uh, you're doing it wrong. By the see. way, people are... I'm Bob reading all, I'm, from La Bamba. <laughs> climbs foul pole at Yankee Stadium. Uh, I'm reading all the feedback. Mm -hmm. Someone's saying, I remember getting to baseball games early. This is our buddy Curtis and Cali. Mm -hmm. I agree with this. He what goes, up, Curtis? Remember getting to a game early? No. My mom I and brother... I my yes. mom, brother, and sister were the type that would be like, we're going to... Richie, we're going to go watch batting practice. And I'm like, yeah. you guys are wasting your time. Like, I, We've done it a couple times. As adults, like we've had access, Sorry. you know, through SNY when we worked there. Mm -hmm. We were lucky enough to go on the field. But people that would just sit in the stands and watch batting practice, I'm like, you're, you're adding to the three and a half hours you're being there? Yeah. Like, I, to, I've me, never, the, to me. I've never done it. To me, the game that's going to be on from 1 to 4.30 or like 7 p.m. to 10, I don't need to be there two more hours. But there is that feeling of like, ooh, I'm somewhere, and I feel exclusive about it. Like, I don't know what it is because you're really not – you don't have any more access. But if you're there – yeah, because there's not that the many game. people there. You not, can get yeah. a foul ball. I think I did it once with someone else's family because they were more responsible than mine. Your you parents know, would my, get there in the third inning. My family would, wouldn't even get there on time. Uh, uh, and never, I'd, be never, like, I'd be frantic about getting there uh, because the game was starting. You're already hearing it on the radio. We never, we never got there late. But when it comes to what are the, quote, standards of going to a game with your family, mm -hmm. my dad, without fail, insisted on me leaving to beat traffic. I hate that. Like, I, well, that's like, my second like story we, to wrap like this we, up. I mean, no. seventh inning. Close, I don't, that shit I, Close that shit down. Until, until I probably went to a game with my mom after they got divorced or until I was like a grown man myself, I was like, oh, I, I was probably a teenager. did your mom have the hots for Tim Tuffle? Uh, no, uh, Kevin McReynolds. <laughs> <laughs> I see your mom as a Kevin McReynolds guy. Um, 
I, I, uh, Ray Knight has the nicest buns, Richie. She like Gary Carter. Oh, really? His oh, hair? Gary Carter. I can see that. And his uh, Dove commercial. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember probably as a teenager being like, oh, this is what an eighth inning is like? This is what a ninth inning is like? So it was. I think my dad was programmed like, take me out to the ball game. Let's go Mets. But, you know, meet the Mets. Meet the Mets. Oh. Seventh, seventh inning stretch. Beat it traffic. Was like, Let's se- go. Seventh inning stretch. Yeah. Let's go. After the seventh great inning after the, stretch, after the great city subway That's too race, early. seventh inning stretch, and as my dad That's got way older, too early. I think as grownups, when I went to many of Met games with my dad in the last like five to ten years, yeah, what, but you guys like, went a lot, yeah, no, but so. I'm saying, I'm saying more as an adult when I went with my dad, I'd convince him that like, why are you, why are you leaving the game? Like, where are you going? Right, right. And his answer was always like, oh, to be, uh, beat what, dad? Oh, beat traffic. Hey, what? You took the train here. You live in Queens. You you, you took the tra- relax, <laughs> and. Till to this day, ice cream helmet, buying sodas and beer are things that parents... Your yearly program you always yeah. had too, right? Yeah, the yearly Just program. Just so you knew the players but, and, you know, more about them and always had to have but, that. But it was, uh, it was never, it was never uh, in your parents' interest to get any food at the stadium because if they had multiple kids, you're looking at oh, like yeah. around the hot dogs and sodas. Come on. And you only had like four t-shirt options back then. You know, you had like the four main players, if that, By the way, to choose yeah. from. Is this, uh, is this your Uncle Angel? It might be. Okay. Does he look like Bob from La Bamba? He's not considered endangered. It also faces... The <laughs> <laughs> there he is! No, that's Fenway. That's the pesky pole. Oh, okay. But it was similar to that. And they, pa- they pulled Thanks, him by uh, his, his pants. Daniel, Javier. And as a little kid, you're just mortified. But um, Uncle my, my last throwback Thursday Sorry. memory, opening day baseball, Rich, mm. and I'll make it quick. I've told this story before, but, you know, millions of new people listening all the time. Millions and even billions. Even people, I'm shocked because even people that I think listen every day, mm-hmm. I still see the feedback. Like, I never heard that. I'm like, how did you oh, never hear that? that? You know, you can't expect people to hear everything. New stories all the time. One of the rare times I went as a kid my dad brought, and again, like I said, once a year, twice a year, maybe, but not as often as you went, you know? Yeah, my, my family was way into going to the Mets games. My dad took me and my buddy Richie, another Richie, Richie Raymond, me and my buddy Rich, to the Yankee game, and we stayed the whole game, and we're in that miserable New York City Bronx traffic on the, what's the highway called again? The Major Deegan? We're on the Major Deegan. Major Deegan? On the way home. Major Deegan. Yeah. 87, the Major Deegan. The traffic's the worst. You're like 55,000 deep. (laughs) I don't know what's happening. And you're all trying to get out of the Bronx in New York City. And, you know, we're still fired up. Me and my buddy Rich are like, oh, the Yankees, man. Fucking yeah. Right? Two for the title, man. Winfield, Mattingly, bro. And we're in traffic. And I'm like, holy shit. You know the story, Rich. Like, oh, my God, Rich. It's Don Mattingly. Right? And there he is, dude, in all his glory. Don Mattingly in a gold Mercedes, right? But as a kid, like, it's the most lavish thing I'd ever seen. Oh, my God. Like, what is this car? Is this some sort of Jetson fucking (laughs) futuristic Mercedes, it was gold. So yeah. in my mind, gold, it was like mm-hmm. real gold, right? I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. this car is made of it's gold. It's Don Manningly. So I'm like, Rich, and then Rich comes. I'm like, holy shit, it's Don Manningly. Dude, we're stuck bumper-to-bumper traffic there next is. to the greatest Yankee, my hero of all time. Are you sure right? it just wasn't a guy from Jersey with a mustache? Swear to God, dude, right? Richie Raymond is my witness. 
And we're like, we are freaking the fuck out. When I tell you we lost our little kid minds, we, we were turning around. We, had, we, both, we both had Manningly shirts on. We're like, Don Manningly! Don Manningly! Baseball! Right? like, Dad, look! Don Manningly! Don! My dad won't look because he thinks we're fucking around. Right? I'm not, I'm not falling for this. I swear to God, I still see him in his mustache. It was like the battle of the mustaches. He didn't want to like confront this. He was like, hey, daddy. He, he, he was looking at uh, us. You know what it was? Cavino's dad was like, I won't give in to not being the coolest mustache right. on the Major Deegan right, right now. So my dad, I swear to you, I still picture him like he's playing the drums on the dashboard. He's like, man, get out of here. You think I'm going to fall for that? And we're like, no, dad, turn around. It's done, man. <laughs> we're losing our fucking minds, dude. It was the most excited I think I ever was in yeah. my life. I, I, you know who, right? played the, know who played those games? My, my brother and sister and my mom. They got so into baseball at one point where they were like, you know, they had like a partial season ticket package yeah. where – they would do things like wait for the players to leave the stadium and be like, oh, look, it's uh, Benny Hagbayani. <laughs> like I they, never did anything like that. I was never into that. I never did anything like that. But when you're stuck in traffic, yeah. oh. nowhere to go, right? And Don Manningly, your hero, is right there, there next to you. You lose your kid mind because it's like so Surreal, unbelievable. Yeah. And all you know him as is the guy you see on TV and he's the greatest dude. You have his rookie card. So we're losing our shit. And this feels like... This feels like a good minute's going by. We're like, oh, you're the best. My dad is refusing to look. And then finally, he gives in, and he realizes it's Don Mattingly. You know, and he goes, I'll never forget it. It's so funny. Even my brother, who's probably watching, is yeah. like, there's no way this happened to you. I'm telling you finally, this shit happened. Finally, your dad saw it. What'd he say? My dad goes, hey, get hit, Don. He let Don Mattingly <laughs> cut. He let Don <laughs> Mattingly cut. Don. He goes, hey, hey Don, you. Go, we'll go right ahead, Don. And then Don gave Don Manley gave him the, the how do you do? And my dad gave him the how do you do with his oh. fucking long 80s mullet. And Don Manningly cut us in traffic on the major digging. <laughs> who's who's yeah, 80s Don, mullet? Don eh, or your dad's? Eh. No, nope, my dad's. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then Don Manningly, in my kid imagination, he's like, sweet mustache. Later, guys. Yeah. And he's like, later, Big Steve. And he was like, later, yeah. Don. And that's but how, yeah. My dad said, get hit, Don. He played it real cool. And oh. Don Manningly cut us. And, oh. dude, we were like, you believe that? Don Manningly. So, wow. hey, man, baseball, throwbacks, that was everything as On a kid. opening Throwback day Thursday. when I should be excited about the Mets. But yeah. thanks to the Washington Nationals, the I game is postponed. I never told you that story. Never told I never you? told me that get story. Get I told you. I, never, um, I definitely told you. True story. Quick story. True story. The True end. story. True story. Uh, it's still early. It's still awesome to get there early when you first walk in and see the field at a game, right? Yeah. Um, Mario hitting us up saying, like, there's that feeling of, like, you're, you're maybe you're not supposed to be there or something. Maybe you feel like you're, like, spying on them. Like, oh, they're warming up. Yeah. Like, I don't know. There's something cool about going to the game early. I've done that at Camden Yards uh, with the Yankees. Uh, I still get there early. Let's see. I don't know if I ever stayed past the seventh inning of any baseball game I've gone to either, Rich. That's Jake hitting us up. Yeah, I think a lot of people's dad, that was like such a dad move, like beat the traffic. Yeah, I don't, the only time I don't blame the, the him, only really. time I'm a let's get out of here guy is at a concert. If I'm with Sarah or a friend or anyone during the encore, I'm like let's start walking because we can hear the music. I'm like let's start walking. But a game that now I, I don't know if anyone else knows this feeling because it's very rare. Because we're talking very this is a very New York conversation, even though we're in L.A. A lot of times you'd be waiting for a subway. No, that's the worst. From City Field, City Field slash Shea Stadium back in the like day. Rat piss. Or uh, Yankee Stadium in the Bronx. There was a feeling of... People who have uh, come to our conventions have experienced yes. this. It's a nightmare. You're but packed like sardines. Here's the... Here's the feeling I speak of. And by the way, Cavino, I had the same exact scenario happen to me that you had with Dom Matting, but mine was... Geraldo Rivera? Geraldo Rivera. Oh, Geraldo Rivera. 
I thought he was talking about a baseball player, Geraldo. I mean, Geraldo Rivera's cool. His mustache might be doper than Mattingly's, but he's not as cool as Don Mattingly. So the feeling that I never knew how to feel. Now, you could say this is like, what type of shitty fan am I? Mm-hmm. But let's say the Mets are losing I don't know, 6-2. And I'm like, nah, they're down by four. It's the eighth inning. Yeah, let me go home. Let me, let me take the train back to the city, right? You're standing on the subway platform. You start hearing roars like, yeah! and I'm like, oh my God, are they making a comeback? Are they making a comeback? It's cool. No, no. sound. I hate it. It but, is, but, but, but then, I hate but no, it. But then, oh, then I, I start it. saying to myself, like, even I hate that. I start saying to myself, like, I FOMO. Am I going to now root against my team? Right. Because you don't like, want to miss out. Like, what's more important, my team winning, or oh. like, am I going to be more mad if I left? When they were losing 6-2 and all of a sudden the Mets win 7-6 on a walk-off home run. So I'm like, there's a part of you that's like, all right, slow down the roars. Um, I'm okay with my team losing. People that have come to our conventions remember that we, as a group, left the Yankees game on, well, some of us left the Yankees game on their greatest comeback of the season, Giancarlo Stanton's first season when he earned his pinch I blame uh, you. You were the one. Yeah, Yeah, I was like, we got to get out of here. You were the one that said it. Of all people, you were the one. Missed it. Happens, Um, yeah. I, I, just, I just don't understand that mentality because, you know, I, I know when we used to work for SNY, we used to go, go to like 30 games a season, which yeah. was great. But I feel like for most people, going to a stadium is such an event. Like you're buying the tickets in advance. You're yeah. planning your trip. You're, you're going out for the night. Your you're, cool gear. you're spending all this sh- money on shit. Shmoney. Shmoney. By the way, on a side note, hot chicks always at a, at a baseball game. Yeah, they are. Um, uh, in Yankee, pink, Yankees game in Just pink Yankees versions games. of no, the uh, the team jersey. Can I tell you? It's you know, a uh, check their asses <clears throat> going up to up to it, spot. It used to be t- it used to, to be tears. it used to be pink versions of the jersey until Alyssa Milano and like other people decide to make millions off of like really cool women's merchandise. But side note, I have to say it, not not City Field. Like there, women are. Uh, I I will say women are front runners when it comes to like what teams they like. Like. There was always hot girls at Yankee Stadium. Always seemed City, to be. City Field. Maybe because like, uh, it was the Derek Jeter era. I well, don't no, because the Yankees were winners, man. Yeah. Women, women like winners. Although he banged all of them. Women, women, <laughs> women like winners, and truthfully, there was like such a, If you saw like a good-looking girl at City Field or Shea Stadium, you know what you have to say? Man, she's like a really good person because like right. she, she chose character. the Mets. She, she chose character. the Mets. Um, but yeah, you're investing in all that. You're investing this time and money and everything into going out for the night. And why would you leave early? Like, what is that extra hour, or let's say extra half hour, hour of traffic? Miserable it spot. is miserable, yeah, but like, what's yeah. the deal? You're out for the night. Rich's dad has been there, done that. You it's know? like, unless He's you have adult. to, unless Rich didn't want to go home, but Rich's dad is like, ah, oh, Richie, we're coming back uh, next month. Unless you're working early the next day, what's the point? That's true. I'm with I, you. I, I remember, even as an adult, though, when I was on my own. Think how much tickets cost I, I knew, I knew that. I knew the train schedule, and if you drove, you knew that feeling of sitting in your car with like five lanes trying to get into one to leave the exit of the parking lot. And you're like, well, this is an hour sitting here. So, yeah, you would be like, what's more important? Seeing two more innings? I always thought the rule was if your team was, if your team needed more than a grand slam to come back, it's over. Like, if the team was down by more than four runs, yeah. see you next time. Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. We hope you enjoyed that highlight from our show. Now, if you want to catch our show live every day, video and audio, patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Join us on our new adventure. Patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Again, there's two tiers, one where you could just listen, 
one where you can listen and watch what we do, plus some extras behind the velvet rope. Either way, we hope you join, and we hope you enjoy it. Appreciate you listening. We're Cavino and Rich. Tell your friends. Cavino and Rich, best of the week. As I ventured to New York, been spending time in Texas, here in California, if I figure out who has been vaccinated, Spot, his wife, our friend Shannon. I'm only half vaccinated, Rich. Uh, my friends Christina and Mike, my buddy Sean, my buddy Matt, their parents, everyone's parents, my dad, his wife. Um, if every person that is elderly hey. or has a pre-existing condition, right? Yeah. Follow me here. Let me finish before you guys. I can't, um, wait. I can't wait to see where this we is going. Said, we haven't said a word. If That's everyone that is elderly or has a pre-existing condition has been able to or is able to get a vaccine now to the point where I, as of next week, am eligible for a vaccine. Follow me here. If I'm eligible, and I'm at the bottom of the list, I'm a 40-year-old guy with no pre-existings. If I could get the vaccine next week, and 80% of the people I know that are old or wanted to get one or are cops, firemen, nurses, uh, people with pre-existing spot, heart issues, friends I have with, uh, you know, that have asthma. If all these people have gotten the vaccine or as of today, last week, can get the vaccine, then how could we not say that, let's say one month from now, May 1st, let's say, right? Why should things not be 100% open around the whole country? May 1st? I hope everything's open. That's when Chris Ariola fights Andy Ruiz. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yo, yeah. man, I'm the Mexican champion, boy. Chris Ariola's taking him on. Mm-hmm. The nightmare, May 1st. So I hope things are open. By no, then. but what I'm saying is not 50%, not 20%, not wear your mask and do this and be cautious. If, if the whole reason we shut down society, if the whole reason we shut down society was because what was the whole thing? Got to worry about your grandma. Got to worry about your parents. What about your sick friends? What about your friends with heart conditions and high blood pressure and asthma and all this, right? Mm-hmm. If we were saying the reason we shut down society was, remember those campaigns on television, like, sh- you know, protect grandma. Think about grandma. Think about your mom. Think about your dad. Think, think about, about your dad. Think about your, your sick friend. I want to meet that dad. If all those people have the option to get a vaccine, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Why would society not reopen 100% within, like, four weeks? And if it's not, it's simply theater at this point. Well, Biden said by 4th of July we should be good to roll. Yeah, but, right? uh, yeah, no, he's so like, by 4th of July. So you're not far off. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, if right That's now even. That's extra safe, Like, I, I think. think the term, I'm going to write down my favorite term, hobnobbing, I don't think exists anymore. Yeah, but you don't have the vaccine, right? Coronavirus! And you but were I'm- hanging out with a bunch of people that let's say your dad who had the vaccine, yeah. right? He could still have it and give it to you. Because yeah, unless you get it, you said... I know you said if you're there, able to get it, but you a, didn't get there, it. There was, a, there was a study that came out that said that there may be a new wave of coronavirus coming, right? Great. But they're saying that it's not going to be the coronavirus of the past because of all the people <laughs> that were... Of all the, what's the matter? What are you laughing at? I'm laughing at a comment. <laughs> Let me hear it. It could be 100% open by May 1st. It's from Mike D. If assholes would stand on the dot instead of walking up to the counter all willy-nilly. His name is Mike D, and he gets respect. There's no counter. You weren't even allowed in the store. Coronavirus! 
So yeah, you can't even follow simple protocol. Yeah, you. I had a mask. Vo- I had a mask on. Oh yeah. Yeah, but you weren't standing on the. Weren't dot. standing on the dot. Nah, well, don't that be a dick. Like, that's you know that's my, my dad's biggest complaint about our show. What? That because it's fun to rile me up. You guys try to rile me up over like stuff I'm completely right on, and now it's to the point where no matter what I say, I had your back. What the fuck? I was yeah. given other f- sides of oh, the I think scenario. They do. And now it's to the point where the guy they just like argue you on things you're right about just because you're so oh, easy. To oh, lie. it's I, you're I, you're I, always wrong. I, I think you're fucking right like ten percent of the time. So I, I'm, it, I respectfully tell your dad that no, I think your son's wrong most of the time. If if Spock could get the vaccine because he has a heart condition, if my mom, dad, your Leave parents, every, if everyone's, no. Okay. Because what did you say in the beginning? You worried about Jordan's grandma, Spot, and your parents. All of those people. My kid, mostly. All those people. Your kid. Yeah. Because if I brought her back to my ex's house with the Rona, that would have started World War III. You know? Yeah, but that's more just your everything. issue. That's like a personal issue. It's still my issue. You asked me, what did I say from the beginning? Okay, but what I'm saying is that was not not I, part of I, my I issue. Know, but what I'm saying is your 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 big concern was, and I'm not the only person bringing kids back and forth, right? <laughs> if if one household is living extra safe, and she gets the Rona on my clock, and then I bring that into their house, that sort of sucks for everybody. Yeah, but but what I'm saying is, the term hobnobbing doesn't exist anymore. Because if the I don't oh know, no, it still does. I no, thought you did a lot of that this week. I did. No, I, it still I, does. I, I plan on. I plan on. Are you vaccinated? No. No. That's what I'm saying. So, so the ter- if, if you're not vaccinated, the term hobnobbing that's what I said. definitely still exists. If his dad Why? is vaccinated, because your dad or anyone else who still is vaccinated could still give it to you. Yeah, and what do you mean? And what? You've waited this the long. People, right, the You've people. You've gone this far without right, it. The people. Why did we shut down society? Answer questions one at a time. I'm not yeah. being rude. I'm not being condescending. Just answer questions one at a time. Yeah. You and Spot. Yeah. Why did we shut down society, kill small business, and, and really throw everything for a loop? To slow the spread. Yeah. But, 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 Find but, the curve. But, yeah. But, all right. But because we were, wor- spread, because we were worried about. Coro- oh. No, we were worried about. You know what, bro? Oh, uh, old people. Okay. Right? Coronavirus. Okay. But f- keep answering my questions. All we right. were worried about old people. And then, and who else? Pre-existing, pre-existing conditions. conditions. As of right now, anyone over the age of 65 and anyone with a pre-existing condition can sign up and get the vaccine, whether it's uh, Johnson & Johnson, uh, Pfizer, or Moderna. So if people that are old, people with pre-existing conditions can get the vaccine now or over the last month could have got it, and of that of that demographic, old and people, th- those people are getting vaccinated in the tens of millions. Okay, so, how, so can what I'm I saying, state the obvious and ask again what Spot and I yeah. have already posed to you? Yeah. You could easily have it right now, be giving it to me in Spot, or Spot's vaccinated, but you could easily be giving only, it to me. But I'm only partially vaccinated. He's partially vaccinated. So I how, had the first how shot. does that not apply or matter? When but, you could still, you could have went to New York and got it from someone who was vaccinated it's not a, but, right now but it's, and give it but, to me. But it's only a deadly, terrible virus to the people in the categories yeah, who have been vaccinated. But, that, but that, isn't that selfish of you to think that way? Selfish of me? Yeah. The selfishness would be. Just because you're like, yeah, it's no self- willy-nilly, no, you don't no, care. No, 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 no. If you got me sick, no, I'm like, the, fuck, the, man. Yeah, but you I'm broke not, my hit and my no-hitter. But the. But you it, broke it, my it, no it, hair. It would be selfish if I was going around without a mask on and doing things that. But you were hanging out with people, yeah, all, for, multiple people. You hung out with Sean Cullen. You hung out with Matt Cullen. Yeah, hold that. Hung out with your buddy Christina. You hung out with your dad. You hung out with your mom. You I, hung out my, I, hung out, I hung out with my friend Jeremy. Jeremy, Jeremy? your dad. It's fucking seven people. Yeah. 
I don't care if they were all vaccinated. They still could give it to you. You are now here in Spot's living room. How is that not selfish? Because the people... I mean, I'm all good. I don't uh, care. But saying the people that are... But you're acting like you can't pass it on still when you can. Are you going to get the vaccine next week? No. You're eligible for it. No, I already decided I'm not getting it. Then if you're not getting it... Want to know why? Why? I heard it stops the spread, bro. Is this a joke? Yeah. Get it? The spread. It so the spread. Are you getting it? It's oh, wait. So, question. Are you getting it? So, are you getting it? Are you it getting though? it next week? No. No? no. Then, why, then, 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 then why are you even in this conversation? We really haven't had... I don't know. Want me to take a pee? Come back? What do you no, mean? I'm saying... talking to me. Because if you're not getting the vaccine, then if you don't plan on because getting the vaccine... even if I plan on getting the vaccine, how does that how does that eliminate the fact that you went to New York, traveled for six hours on two flights, you were hobnobbing in Texas... Deputy Dickey, then, then, and now then, you're here. Then if I get the vaccine, but I, did, I didn't. But then get if it. I get the vaccine, yeah. Wait, hold on. Your your, your logic is crazy because if I get the vaccine, is he I can still give, I can still give it to you if you're not vaccinated. I get that. So you're gonna always you're always gonna be vulnerable. But I'm not even eliminate right now. How does that eliminate right now? The, you know the present moment that we're living in. What does that have to do with anything? If L, I, 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 all right. I, what do I'm, you mean? But what does me in the future yeah, okay. have to do it right now? Okay. But you're I not don't get, even you're know not about get, if I'm getting, getting the vaccine, vaccine yet. I know because it stops the spread. I'm 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 all I, about. That's your fun joke. But but for the, <laughs> right, yeah, good. That's great. Yo, I heard it stops the spread. Yeah, it's great, great story, great joke. Uh, I mean, it's we're supposed to be having fun. It's a show. I don't agree with your theory. Sorry, Greg. Sorry, Rich. I think your series theory stinks. To if, be honest, if, if like I, I think I'm I think I'm gonna go to like Mexico next month. I think I'm gonna start doing. Things. I hope you get coronavirus <laughs> at this point. Knock on wood. Just a mild <laughs> case. But don't yeah, bring it back I, here. I think I want to like really start. If if the, if I'm the el- hey, look, I'm debating if elderly maybe going to see family because like, you know, it's just been a year and a half. Yeah, but I'm I saying wanna, if, if I'll take my chances, if, maybe. Uh, but those are my chances to take. You're out there doing whatever fuck you want, and you could be potentially getting people who aren't vaccinated sick. Which is, I mean, hey, I'm not complaining about it. I'm just giving you the the real deal. I'm saying. If the elderly mm-hmm. and pre-existing people with the conditions, pre-existing yeah. condition people and elderly are all completely capable of getting a vaccine, then I think with a one-month buffer, and I'm saying, because like I said, I'm not going anywhere crazy. April, we'll give that's four more weeks. Rich, by, is, going, Rich is going to Tulum. <laughs> by, so by May 1st, I'm booking my trip to Tulum. May, <laughs> no, because... Oh, I watch Areola uh, yeah, versus yeah, Andy exactly. Ruiz. Yeah, in Mexico. That's gonna be great. But why would why would we not say in one month from now? That's a month of people being able to get the first and second shot that aren't even pre-existing and yeah, aren't. But you're also assuming that everybody's like gung ho to get this shot. Well, if you if don't, they don't get the shot, they need it. But I don't think I want the shot. But if you don't get the shot, then can you feel right bad away. if you get it? Um, no, I guess not. But the, you know, don't don't expect people why to are you all not feel getting the same it? way as you. Uh, I might. I'm not saying I, I'm not. But I if you're not, I don't think I'm going to be like in line to get it. Well, you have to be in a line to get it. I'm talking. You have to reach out to get it. They're not going to yeah. bring it to you. I don't. I don't know about that yet. All right. Well, if you're not going to get it, then if you ever got coronavirus, then it's on you at this point. Okay. Right? I won't argue that. Yeah. It's but, like where that it's doesn't like, eliminate it's like, it's again like, present day right now. Like if you get. Which you, you didn't give if, a fuck about. If, if, if you, you didn't get, give a fuck about it before, I don't expect you to give a fuck but, about but, it when. But I'm saying if you when got I'm ca- eligible, if you got gonorrhea, whoa! If you got gonorrhea, whoa! And you're like, well, yeah, I, I love a- how Rich says "if" as if he didn't have it like three times. <laughs> if you got, I don't, I don't think I ever had gonorrhea. Um, if uh, if you got gonorrhea, if 
And I said, Kavino, you got gonorrhea? If. And you're like, yeah, I was sleeping with a lot of girls and I uh, didn't wear a condom. If. I'd say, well, I mean, I feel bad for you, bro, but you, you fucked a lot of random girls without a condom and you got gonorrhea. Sorry, that's the breaks. Your if theory, you decide to not, if you decide of, to not get a vaccine. I got my gonorrhea from a tractor. If you, if you decide to not get. The theory, theory applies in a month. Well, Because no. up until now, your, pa- your parents could have got it. You just put everyone else in jeopardy. You've your, put me in jeopardy. But your parents could have got the vaccine already. What does that have to do with anything? Your, no, I'm saying Jordan's grandmother could have got the vaccine already. Spot yeah. got they already uh, got step it. one. My, parent, and his wife my parents got the, got the vaccine. Okay, so. so my sister whole, Grace got it because she works with but, kids. But we're forgetting that the whole reason we shut down society was to protect a group of people. Mm-hmm. Those people are now protected. I'm not arguing you. But Proceed you're, you're, with the Borofil. But you're still, everything you did leading up to right now is still careless. No, I pitched a no-hitter so far. Okay. Oh, is that what it is? Right? I mean, we talked about this months ago. I don't know, dude. This guy. Greatest guy. Guy. Commune. This guy. Greatest, I, I just, greatest guy from this guy. Yeah, greatest I guys, guy. You guys, like, I, honestly, like, I, don't know. I, I mean, it's, it's great. To, it's great your to theory, theory, greatest your theory guy. applies next month. Your theory right, right now doesn't apply to me do you in, thi- in present moment. Here's my question. And this isn't political, so please don't, don't do any of your bullshit Texas shit. Please. Because you're just ruining my point. Oh, no, but you're ruining my point with like a distraction. My point is, if you fucking, uh, I, I just realized I can't like do if things anymore. He was gonna, he, seeing them. He was about to put like a fake dunce cap on me. If you would have <laughs> done that, I would have reached across the table and fu- punch you in the <laughs> nose. Yeah, we s- got a spot. You got to figure it out now. Now I got to see it, even if it doesn't apply. Rich, you got the greatest theory going. We we're gonna get a genius cap like Lanny Poffo for you too. Yeah, we're gonna get all kinds of caps. So my my point is simple. We're we're protecting the people that needs to be protected. And, and if they're and, protected, and, and if they're protected, or then have the chance to, if be they have the chance to be protected, then it's like saying, like, hey, everyone at this college, um, is, there's a spread of uh, gonorrhea going around, and you're like, yeah, I'm just gonna keep fucking people without a condom. Then that's on you, bro. Right? Yeah, but that's now, not on me right now. Uh, uh, that's on me in like a month. Yeah, but you, uh, and it's on you in a week. Because you're able to get it next week here. Okay. Well, there you go. In a week. All right. So it really but, but doesn't matter, apply to me right but now hold on. if you were to have the coronavirus. Here's, here's the question. Because you and, had and, to go and, see and uh, not, the Cullen family. And, I, and I'm, not, sure. I'm not pro and I'm not anti-Dr. Fauci. I'm not pro or anti-Dr. Fauci. But can we please all agree on one thing? The government is not going to come out one day and be like, hey, guys, today's the day. We could stop wearing masks and go back to normal. The, th- the theater will continue in some way for a long time. Do you think it won't? Do you think Dr. Fauci, do you think you think that in the near future, we're, they're going to make announcements and be like, hey, guys, it's over. Stop it. Stop your masks and stop everything. You think that's going to happen? I don't know. I can't predict the future. You're I'm crazy if you think Davis. that's Okay. I know what happened. What? What spot? I'm working. On, sorry, I'm working on my dunce cap. Yeah, make up. If you're gonna make a point, I, I you're agree. Gonna make with a your point. Theory, uh, but not in the present moment. How about that? What happened was Rich interacted with someone this weekend that felt this way, and he's just regurgitating these facts. I mean, he said it. He said it. Uh, so lumberjack. So spot. now my opinion has changed again because this wasn't my. Opinion. I didn't say I that. I mean, it's you know you're pers- you're d- just adapting your perspective based on who you interacted with. He said it. Roll your eyes a spot. He's drinking his coffee at you, by the way. 
Do you have that cool graphic that JC and Kentucky just sent us? Oh, yeah, I'll get work on that. Uh, I, I do agree with you, Rich. I don't know what more I could say. I don't agree with you present moment. Well, because you could be well, bringing well, what your I, shit what to I, me what right I, what now. What I said was... I even set the spot. I was thinking about... What I said was the government, the local and state governments and, that, and federal government mm-hmm. should be pushing for a complete reopening of society May 1st. Because if by if if when within a month from now... I know Joe Biden said, but oh, maybe but things will be normal by the 4th scene. of July. How about June 1st? Then you're really... But, but, but if you could really go right now, you're a regular guy. If you could go... Get a vaccine as a healthy 40-ish-year-old guy vaccine. in a week. Mm-hmm. Then I, don't, I don't know why. What, what are we doing? Like, why are we not going out? Why are we not doing things? What are we waiting for? If you're va- like, if, especially if you're vaccinated. If you're vaccinated, you should go out tomorrow. Throw a party. You know vaccine is a Mexican word of the day? Vaccine? Yeah. <laughs> is this guy kidding? Yeah. Look at this. I'm writing it down. You want me to reach across the fucking table and punch you in the nose? <laughs> Oh, I just hit my head. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Woo. (laughs) If you don't take that off, I might throw my cup of coffee in your face. That's my coffee. I might throw your coffee. I don't know how to. T- oh, I don't know how to turn it off. In your face. Hold on. How do I turn it off? Spot, if you're just listening, I apologize. Coronavirus! No, oh, that's not it. Sorry. Spot put a dunce cap on Rich. <laughs> a dunce cap. I, I, can't lo- even look- I love the dunce cap. I can't even look at it with a straight face. I, I, I love it. If Rich and I love the size because it'd be too big for me. So leave uh, it for by Rich. By the way, if Rich gets coronavirus, <laughs> guys, uh, there's a 99.9% chance he'd be fine. Yeah, but who knows if I'd be fine? And and who knows? And why is that okay that I can now give it to my kid and and then she could bring it to her household? I know Rich doesn't care about that because he already made it clear, but it's possibility now. May first, Rich, based on his theory. All right, I get all that. Rich, I one hundred percent agree with you. Spot, I honestly, do. I do agree with you. Take away the yeah. dunce. Uh, you know what? Let me switch the camera. But not right now. I don't. Not, oh, not sh- not in this present day of <laughs> March twenty ninth. How did that happen? <laughs> honestly. <laughs> I don't know how you think you have any fucking perspective. Oh, here it comes this, again. Uh, <laughs> perspective. Who, Spawn? Rich, I'm w- Rich, I'm with you. When are we going to live our lives? When are we going to live our lives? If the people that need to be vaccinated have the ability to get vaccinated. I you plan agree with that. If you plan on living this shitty life for another year or so, then you're on your own, man. I actually agree with you on that. I already said that. I said, that does uh, not I'll apply be- to right now and all the justification you're trying to give us from the hobnobbing you did this past weekend. There's no such thing as hobnobbing anymore. Okay. Sure. There's, There's no such thing as knobbing. Rich says no. No such thing. Okay. Take this dunce cap off me now. Okay. I'm going to pull Jim Rome. Well, then you want to see. Flip the, I will flip this table if you call me Chris Everett one more time. <laughs> do you want to see your new graphic then or no? Yes, I do want to see uh, my oh, new Oh, really? Graphic. You got to give me time. Fresno. Uh, Fresno. Uh, who's this? This is El Kukui. Oh, what's, what's up, buddy? Kukui? What up, buddy? El Kukui? Hey, bud. Oh, Rich, you're going to hate me on this one, bro, but uh, I hate to burst your bubble, but I actually work for a company, and we've already distributed over 100,000 vaccine shots, Yeah, and you can absolutely get it. There there are absolutely calls where between the first and the second shot, people are calling not able to make their second appointment because they've contracted COVID, and we got advice to follow CDC guidelines in the quarantine. So my, my thing is, that's great, right? And, and I've only been with this company for about three or four years, but it's funny that we read 
media and then we think we know everything when we really don't, right? People are still catching this vaccine. Damn. And I agree. We, we, we got to get back to normal. Mean, but what if you damn? He said, do your research is what All he right. said. Go ahead. I'm sorry. But what what if you got Covino or spot sick? Yeah, what you know the fuck? what I'm saying? And like they had a doctor or, or you know what I'm saying? Would you not feel guilty for that? No, because no, he declared he's being the asshole I that do people declare. were being months ago. He, when he declared, that's when it's okay. Otherwise, how could he justify the 12 people he was hanging out with in New York over the weekend? I, t- I told the guys, I, just, I told the guys, Al Kukui, that uh-huh. this is, you know, this is what I'm doing. If they, at that point, were like, hey, we don't want to be in the same room doing the show with you, then they could very well say that. Well, I don't and- know. I don't know how Spot really feels about it. I told Spot I was debating going to Jersey. And I know it's a major risk. Go to risk. Jersey. You haven't seen your dad in a year and a half. It's a major, major risk. I don't, don't feel no, that great about sit, it. Sit at home. I don't feel that great about it. And even Spot was like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, you, maybe I don't know. But you're here. I so. mean, I was saying for your own safety. Go to New Jersey. And your daughter. Bro. Go to yeah, New Jersey. Like, I know your how, dad, I know how seven, strict your, dad, your ex seven, is. Your dad's going to be seven. How old is your dad? He's going to be 70 soon. He's 67. Yeah, and he's vaccinated. 68. Don't seven? go see your dad. Wait till 2025 to see your dad. Yeah. But uh, they're all going to be in town, all my sisters. No, don't go. Stay here with Spot. <laughs> I might uh, stay with Spot. Don't go. You know no, no, make... uh, don't go. Don't go see your dad for the first time in two years when he's almost seventy and getting older. What you should do is stay here and restore more furniture with Jordan. Or I'll make you I my, go uh, to East my Easter pie. My Easter pie yeah. that has all the meat and cheese. In I, it. I fly on two long six-hour flights. I'm okay. in two major airports. Okay. Um, Internet. I'm dealing with people who've traveled internationally. Okay. I get the coronavirus. I bring it back, yeah. and I, you know, I get my kids sick, and I spread it to whoever else. That is worth it. It's a risk. Are your parents vaccinated? Are your parents life's vaccinated? Life's because a risk, Carnal. <laughs> don't you tell me that all the time? But are your parents vaccinated? Yeah, his parents my are vaccinated. My parents are vaccinated, but my only one of my siblings, or maybe two. I don't know if my sister Dawn is. Um, but you know, thank meanwhile, you, your, meanwhile, your brother Tommy's fucking random girls What's that he's that? met during the quarantine. He's not stopping so. the spread. He doesn't believe in that. All right, well, hey, El Kakui, thank you. I guess the, the facts do not apply to Rich's, Rich's theory. No, look at this. I'm reading right now, uh, according to NBC, or is this the Washington Post? Pfizer and Moderna vaccines have proven over 90% effective thus far. Okie dokie. I got a... Okie dokie, Pinocchio. Yeah, we never talked about my vaccine experience. How, how'd, it, how'd that go? Vaccine. Uh, it went well. I got, I, got the, I got the first shot of Pfizer. I go back in... Two weeks, I think, for uh, my second shot. But it's it's not like... I'm still being cautious, by the way. Yeah, but I'm saying... Uh, but no, no, si- no, no side effects? No side effects. The only thing my... Um, I mean, I couldn't I tell know, because... You've been extra bulges. Yeah, you know what? I noticed that I'm a <laughs> little... I, this puffed up a little bit right here yeah, oh, yeah, from where I got the shot. Oh, yeah. I, don't know what, I don't know what happened. Like, oh, right to see that? It's yeah, swelling a little oh, bit. Oh, look at that. Uh, no, side but, effect. But uh, no, I did notice like uh, I had arm tenderness. Did the doctor ask you if you saw any side effects of swollen? Swollen? <laughs> uh, no, I did. I felt like the next day. That day, I felt fine. I didn't feel like any like chill, any of that. And I apparently that's after the second shot you mm-hmm. have to worry about. But um, my arm was very sore, like even just like lifting it or like touching it. But it went out, it went away after a day. Well, I couldn't tell because hey. I went hard on my my. I did a lot of upper body. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The day before too, so I don't know. No. But it was a it was a quick process. Like I went in, uh, I stood in line. I told they're like, "Do you have any? Why are you did here? You, did you, they make you stand in a circle? Mm-hmm. They did. Why are you here? Told them there were a lot of people there. Why are you here? Told them. Yeah, don't even signed a form. By the way, you don't even need to be like honest. That's what I've heard too. Like you could go there and be like, oh, yeah, "Yeah, I have a pre-existing." And like, there, there's so many people that are trying and wanting to get this that 
not that it's right to be dishonest, but if you really wanted it, like meaning if you were like the cautious <laughs> type that really wanted it, yeah. you could just go there and be like, yeah, I have a sports induced asthma. And they'll be like, sorry, right this way. Like, yeah. well, you actually do have asthma. So yeah, dude, I'm fine. you have You're to good. sign. I'll be fine. You sign a form and it's, it's like a legal, it's the, it's like a self attestation. Yeah. For your, it's a binding document. If you lie, if they mm-hmm. like actually wanted to check it, but so many people are getting it done. They can't yeah, check what, it. Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, um, what are you going to do? So be careful. Assess the situations you're in. I don't see how you could do anything more than that. You, you, you don't understand the assessment, which is crazy to me. I thought, who? Everybody understands. I'm just saying it doesn't really apply to now. I don't want to keep repeating All myself. Right. Right, I let's, actually let's do on. agree with let's you. Let's move on. Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. We hope you enjoyed that highlight from our show. Now, if you want to catch our show live every day, video and audio, patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Join us on our new adventure. Patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Again, there's two tiers. One where you could just listen. One where you could listen and watch what we do, plus some extras behind the velvet rope. Either way, we hope you join, and we hope you enjoy it. Appreciate you listening. We're Cavino and Rich. Tell your friends. Cavino and Rich, best of the week. When you get out of a relationship, or you lose a job or you move on from that job, I think it's natural for you to look back and think about, were there any missteps? Were there any wrong turns? Were there any mistakes, changes I would have made? Right? I think that's normal. Yeah. You get uh, a divorce. You get fired. You break break up with someone and and you... Maybe your relationship really didn't take off, and you're like, yeah, did I do something that really just killed the momentum of this? I think about that with a couple relationships, and I also think about job stuff, but I don't really... think about how you change them, or do you beat yourself up over it? Like, I'll think... Like, I just started thinking about our run as a show, because we are both still employed at SiriusXM. We're happy about that. We both still do music stuff. We're all still a part of the SiriusXM family, but our... Radio show is no longer on Sirius XM, Cavino and Rich. We're here on mm-hmm. Patreon. Yes, they made us an offer, an exclusive offer we couldn't accept. Mm-hmm. So we had to take our talents to South Beach, <laughs> also known as Spot's living room for now temporarily, to continue things. But now that that chapter's over, it made me reflect a little bit. Of course. Like you would on any relationship. And not that... You know, I'm beating myself self up over anything that happened because it just sort of happened and COVID happened and budgets happened and life happened. But it did still make me reflect the same way. Like, would I have made any changes? Or like, what were the missteps? How could we learn from them? I don't want to make any of these sort of mistakes again as we move yeah, forward. Yeah, there's, there's, there's only a couple, but I, I, to be honest, I'd rather not talk about them because Why? I feel like you're going to get defensive on them. No, my, okay. I don't know. I mean, defensive. Mine are like okay. things that I, I don't take responsibility for, really. Okay. I, there's, okay. Yeah. Um, oh, now, you, now, you're, now you're in here, Spot? Yeah. Do it. No, no. Mine are like not like, oh, you know, I should have stroked the dick of uh, that boss. Mine have nothing to do with that. Okay. Do it, Because it's the talk. Nah. Bring the heat. Nah. Bring the drama. So. Come on, Rich. I'm talking about Cavino and Rich. Yeah, me too. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. So am I. When I was talking to certain people, like, and they and they were thinking of there's two, there's two things that come to mind for me, and it was embracing dude bro. 
One of them was embracing dude, bro. Something that we never said. That's your regret? One of them. Yeah. I mean, what's, I don't have Hold We. On. I think we kicked ass for 16 and a half years. Embracing? We, we like, had the longest running show. I don't have a whole lot right. of regrets. No, I don't have regrets. I'm just saying, I'm like, just saying that's the, if, you were, if you were to say one thing you wish you would have done differently. Yes, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Because we never broke that connotation, not, not that image and that perception. That's what you're going to go with? I mean, I'm opening up the conversation. Oh, okay. Should I like give up? Like, no, no, it's good. These it, are good. And, yeah, these are good. I'm opening up the conversation. I'm going to give away all the answers, and people have their own, not thoughts about us, thoughts about their own life, right? And here's my thought on that, because people will still hit me up to this day, dude, bros, miss you guys. It's like, dude, bros, I never said, dude, bro, never liked, dude, bro. People started calling up our show, saying, "What's up, dude, bros." So we embraced it, and we started a dude bro convention. Yeah. But we never broke that mold because everyone there, as far as management, yeah. they still there they are, the dude bros. And it's like, yo, man, I've been trying to move past that shit for so long. Okay. But I embraced it. I, I had T-shirts. We had signage that said dude. And it's like, man, just by being a nice guy and embracing that shit, like, yeah, you, you guys like that? Fine. I never wanted to be that. You like dude bros? I, I like dude bros. I hated everything about it from the start. I hated the sound of it. I didn't Here, like it. Uh, here's the uh, inspir. Can I play the inspiration? Yeah. The inspiration behind dude sure, bros? Sure. Way back on a Wednesday. Yeah. All right. Hang on. This uh, was the montage? Yeah. Dude, seriously, dude, let's talk about the weekend, bro. You doing anything good this weekend, dude? Dude, it was a nightmare. It was an engagement party. I had to oh. deal with the questions, dude. It, it just turned you off? Is that yeah. what it is? Dude, it's just the worst, man. And they get together for karaoke night, bro. I was in the middle of a miserable scene, dude. But the karaoke scene, bro, just sing, dude. I'm telling you. I understand, and I'm not, like, complete, completely shitting on the whole karaoke scene, dude. Like, terrible, bro. Dude. I know. I've had enough. No, I've had yeah, enough. It, it, I've it was, had enough. Because, I can't. It was because every other sentence, Kavino would end. If you end a sentence, no, you, would end it, you would end it with dude or bro, which right. which everyone's like, yo, this guy. And then what guy, happened? I'm, I'm the king of the dude bros. And it's like, man. So so as a result, people would call up and be like, dude bros. I never said dude bro, ever. Yep. But it became an image. <sighs> and I feel like people always saw us as that. And we're in our 20s then, okay? Yeah. So that's like, a to me, a misstep. Looking back in okay. retrospect, it's not like I'm going to beat myself up over that. It's just something that I realized was like, man, I should have trusted my instinct and realized that was corny. I didn't like it then, but yeah. I embraced it and rolled with it, and it was cool for the moment, but then we got stuck with it. Like something that really meant nothing to me, Yeah, I'm like still known for. It's a weird thing. And another one was... When I was going through, like, negotiations and everything, just recently, this is when it dawned on me. I feel like some of the conversation I was having, like, if a boss wanted to give me an example of what we could do or something, right? Yeah. Or, like, what we're great at. Like, you know, instead of saying, like, all that kick-ass that you do and you're really opinionated and, you know, staying on top of current events like you guys always do, relationships and sports. Yeah. The first example that came out of a boss's mouth was meant in a good way, but it was the only one I feel like he could think of on the spot was like, yeah, and if you want to do like, man, like, 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 like a guaco, like a guaco, guacamole thing, yeah, then go right ahead. And I'm like, man, that's what I'm known for, the guacamole thing. 
So yeah. embracing dude, what, bro. What I'm saying is, like, you really got to be careful what you attach the wagon to. Yeah. Is that a attach saying? Attach your wagon to. What are you attaching your wagon to? Because what happened to me was, and again, I don't have regrets or regrets about it. But when I'm able to look back now, I realize, like, yeah, I was dude bro guy who handed out guacamole. And that was my lasting impact. And it's like, yo, man, that's not what I wanted to be known for ever. And it's funny. And I was proud of those things, but, like, not necessarily what I wanted to be remembered as. And that's sort of what stuck. Stuck, stuck. It's stuck. It's stuck. It's nothing stucks. It's stuck. It's stuck. <laughs> it's a, it's you know? I don't think and it's I'm a like, word. Man, okay, you could say misstep, or you could say that's what was great at the time. But it made me think and reflect like you would in any relationship, um, you know, that you have in life. So my point here was I think it's normal to do that. And I, don't, I think it's also great to not beat yourself up over those things if your examples are like that. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, it is what it is. People remember what they want. You get remembered for silly things. I get that. But you also have to be cognizant of the changes moving forward of what you're hitching that wagon to yeah because i'm like oh this guy sees me as guacamole guy and that's it guacamole guy yeah i love the guac off i loved it but that's all this guy sees me as i'm never gonna get past I, it i do wonder though so the i do wonder turns, mistakes and, and i use mistakes in quotes because i don't think they were mistakes but by embracing them the way we did sort of pigeonholed myself yeah. as, as that guy. Um, you know what? I want to read some of the feedback, and when Spot's done going to the bathroom, I want to ask him what, because he's the producer of our show for the last decade plus. Yeah. I mean, talk about a guy that should have perspective on missteps. Spot, what would you have done differently? Listen, we're still doing our show. We're still having fun. We're, we're, we're on Patreon now. We got other plans in the works. So this, it, it's not like our show's over, but our run at Series XM. I would have been like, yo, the dude bro thing, that needs to stop now. Like right now. Yeah, but I think if you were saying. What's that phrase? Odd you, flex, but okay. If, if you were saying. Is that not flex? If you're saying. Odd you're going to tell me okay. that's not true? Dude bros. I'm like, really? I'm 44 I mean, it, years old. I'm still it, a dude bro. It didn't help, but we have, we it evolved out of it. No, it we didn't. No, we never. What are you we talking about? You're, you're, that, you're that, fucking that. out of your mind. Not with, not a, yeah, I guess you're right. We Internally, I guess we didn't. Talk about, there's like women around the office that are like, hey, dude bros. Like, still, I still get messages till this day. Yo, dude bros, miss you guys. We got, uh, all right, perfect. Want, want me to give you a perfect example? I'm going to go to my DMs right now on Facebook. Some, guy yesterday, some guy yesterday hit me up and he's like, I finally signed up for your Patreon. Hold on, ready? Here we go. What's up, dude? Oh, yes. Here we go. Yesterday, this guy Jason hit us up. What up, dude, bro? I mean, I'm not, I don't get I'm angry. Not, I'm like, not mad at it. But, but I realize, but I'm reminded I, again that, he like, goes, wow, man. He goes, what up, dude, stuck. bro? I go, hey. He goes, I'm on Patreon, signed up for you and Kavino. I'm like, dude, thanks. I really appreciate it. But he led with, but you hey, know what? what's up, dude, bro? And for the record, I, I now interpret that. Interpret that as you've been along for the ride for a long time. Of course. But, like, all right, ready? Let's go before Dude Bro. When Rich and I were starting way back on a Wednesday as a show, and we were trying to brand ourselves and make people feel like they're part of something, yeah. we made up a fake fraternity. Do you remember that? We called it I Felt a Thigh. Like, yo, man, are you and I felt a thigh? But, but that then, lasted for, like, a minute. 
Yeah, because we were smart enough to say to ourselves, "This is not going to be this is bad." Yeah, I don't want to be late. I don't want to be remembered as I felt the thigh. I don't like it. It's corny. But stop yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. You know, we're done. So then, when the dude, but you bro stuck thing, a dude, bro. So when it happened, it happened organically. There was a part of me that's like, "Well, it happened organically. I guess we got to roll with it now." Fuck it. You know, and then mm. I'm telling you, sometimes you got to trust your instinct there. I mean, but the, it, fact it, like, the fact that Spot says dude bro has not stuck with us makes me think Spot's way off now. Spot, do you... What, I, I think you're crazy to say that. What do you think is a misstep you took or we took along the way? Because everyone looks back when a relationship's over, when a job is over, everyone looks back and says, hey, uh, can I have done something differently like a relationship? You might say, you know what, I sort of took for granted that she did this for me. Or, you know what, maybe I could have been more sensitive when yeah, she was is, going through whatever. The key uh, is you got you to gotta learn from it, for sure. I don't think you uh, reinvested in yourselves enough. It's a good criticism. Like, give an example so people know what that uh, means. Like, uh, uh, let's say you didn't take the, the fat checks you were getting and turn that money around and say, like, get, like, a publicist or get, like... I can uh, tell you why, though. So, why? Because when you work for a big company... You're right, hoping but that they promote you and that they're the ones. Yeah, but well, there's, 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 there's one, you, there's one that's of your misstep. That's you a misstep. I, I agree, there's your misstep. You, you, trusted the wrong, you trusted the wrong people. 100%. I'm not, I'm not debating you. I'm just uh, like, giving and I'm not saying you. Were, I'm not saying you were completely wrong in saying that the company you work for should have promoted you. Of course they should have. Yeah. But you also had to promote yourself because you were amongst the sea of people. Like the people that were really thriving were doing things outside of SiriusXM and you just wanted to put all your eggs in that basket. And look where it got you. Kind of, but you know when we okay. started to raise our own profile, yeah, and, and they also used you that did this. You did that, right? Um, and and I, I think I, you could have done it more, and I think you could have really. But look, this isn't about built. Oh, I mean, you asked. You no, asked. no, no, no. You I, asked, I think then. it's great feedback. I'm not debating you. I agree with you. I'm just giving you the reason why. Um, I actually agree with you a thousand percent. I think it's not about beating yourself up, unless of course you were a piece of shit along the way in whatever relationship, like John Rocker. Right? Yeah. Like John Rocker, you brought him up before. If he's going to think about his missteps, I mean, it's clear that he was a piece of shit he needed to change. Yeah. That's when you sort of beat yourself up. Can I, uh, Otherwise, you just got to, like, I think it's healthy to look back and say, well, what could I do different so that this sort of stuff doesn't can happen? Can I offer again? one more? Yeah. Uh, not embracing new mediums enough. Um, I uh, want to. I, 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 I this. I, uh, it's like you're like the guys that got the flip phone no, no, in 2007. No, 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 no. Don't say guys. Don't say guys. You're like the because people that got. Because anytime I would hop on a new social media, you guys would make fun of me until I quit. What, you guys are like the time? people. Uh, yeah, but that was everything. TikTok, um, Vine back in the day. Anytime that I would do something new, you'd make fun of me. One time, and you quit on your own. No one forced you to quit. No, but. There, there were enough times because we called you, and we make fun of you. We called you Dicky Scorsese. That hurt your feelings. Sorry, Kevin Durant. No, but you. How you, was that? You know, anytime I would how? try. To, anytime I would try to embrace it, or I would say, Kavino, make a video and put yourself out there. You would never want to put yourself out there. But how does that stop you from doing something? I agree with that, but how does that stop there, you? From there are times where you want we you you never wanted to make videos for your tickle sack songs. You never wanted to. I feel like you got in your own way with those things. And anytime I tried to do that stuff, what you would resist. What does that have resist. to do with you? I I take responsibility for that. Okay. Where's your accountability? Who told you to stop doing anything? Okay. I'm just saying I was discouraged when I would try to do new things. I would say. That's how I look at it. You should take your own accountability there. What does that have to do with me? Because if I were to be like, hey, guys, I'm doing these new videos on Vine at the time, yeah. which, by the way, people ended up becoming which wasn't like, It was like your own thing. Like No one ever told you to stop doing that, and you blame that on us. Yeah, but 
But you'd be like, oh, look at this guy doing it. It became like the joke, like making fun of me because I did it. I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm done doing it. I think you just did that on your own. And you blame right, us fine. for that. I, if that's I, how I, you look at it. Yeah, that was like all fun. Like, it wasn't even like a big moment of the show. It was like, we called you Dickie Scorsese. Like, that was funny. I don't think we did anything more than that to discourage you. Um, trying to think what? I just think it's good, especially not only professionally, but in your personal relationships to, I mean, I'm stating the obvious. To sort of acknowledge those things. Well, what is it? They call Take it in, in, in corporate America. They call it the exit interview, right? I mean, like when you leave a job, and like let's say you leave on your own accord, you're like, "Yeah, I'm leaving." Uh, I left on my own Civic, so uh, you're, you left on your own, in your own Civic. Yeah, it's if jokes you, like that that get you remembered for guacamole. I, uh, if, if you leave a job and they're like, "Hey, why are you leaving Johnson and Johnson?" and you and you know they want to know, I like, can. It's you sort of assess your time in a relationship. You assess your time at a job, and you say, "What did I do that I thought was good, and what did I do that I probably could have done better? Where were my missteps? Where were my good decisions? Right? Where were my good decisions? Where were my bad decisions?" You know what sort of happened to us in a weird way when it comes to Cavino and Rich's Series XM. Things like the guac off. You don't know what I'm. How do you know I didn't write something down here? That's offensive. Because I looked at it okay. intently before I did that. You don't think I, don't, you okay. don't think I would have done fair, that? Fair enough. <laughs> We're talking about mistakes. Why? What are you writing? That's very offensive. Yeah. What if I was... What if I, what I if, looked at it. What, okay, fair. That's, then that's all you had to say. All right. What are you drawing there? Little clans members? What's going on with that? Oh, triangles. Guy, guy, guy with uh, buck teeth. Oh, okay. What a pointy hat on. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, is that a dunce cap? What, what is that? Um, I, I think uh, I think you're... <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I think your instinct. People love your. You know why? Can I, can I just say something real quick? Uh, hey, not to take it, Not to take it off the topic. Yeah. You people have noticed on video now that you're here and they can see the wide shot of you this week that you are constantly doodling and people just want to know what you're doodling. So I thought I'd do a doodle cam. Oh, doodle cam it is. That's good. I like the playing, doodle uh, cam. So, so uh, playing yeah. hangman with himself, which is weird. Wait, I have a question. Yeah. You have the camera angled where you can move that camera to Cavino and then down on me. Uh, no, I, I just moved it. Oh, how are you getting uh, a shot of him now? Oh, that's, that's the other camera. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Here's the, you think I'm thing. just like fucking diddling over here? I've been, maybe, maybe I, I, I'm re- I, I think I've, your feelings are still hurt. You're just not really, like, you're not participating. Uh, no, I'm, I'm reconfiguring cameras. That okay. one camera went out, so I had to like reset something. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to doodle cam. Take it to the positive route and say that sometimes you could even be too good at something. That that's what you're remembered for. Like Steve Urkel, right? Did I do that? <laughs> he was so good at portraying the nerd, no one could see past that. Like, Rich and I were so much those guys. People loved us as those guys. We embraced being those guys. And then when people were sort of tired of those guys, it's like, yeah, but that's who you loved us as. Dude. And we were really good at it. Everybody loves Steve Urkel because he was so fucking good at that. But guess what? Steve Urkel could do a lot more than that. Yeah. So you don't want to be just that one trick pony or remember for that one thing. And I never, ever wanted to be that. Really. I never really did. But I realized that I was a dude, bro. <laughs> and that I was guacamole guy. And there was no getting past that unless I moved on. And I think... People need to take their missteps or just they're, they're not even really missteps. They're life lessons. Mm-hmm. And 
roll harder moving forward and kick more ass as a result. I'm not Steve Urkel. I'm not the guac guy. Yeah. I embrace those things. That's not who I am. Um, I think yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to be, if we're going to give it uh, TV show analogies, I'm never going to be different strokes, Gary Coleman, where I don't want to say, what you talking about, Willis? I'll always love the dude bro stuff, but it's a matter of being able to <laughs> outgrow those things gracefully. It's very hard. Yeah. No, I think, uh, I think well, I'm looking at the feedback. We're getting people saying that every step of the way, whether it was Periscope or Vine or anything, you guys would just totally shut on me until I gave up. Ustream. Ustream. Yeah. Anytime Ustream. I tried to, yeah. I mean, you can't deny that you were just like totally shit on you, or called you Dickie Scorsese. Find me the times. Find it. Prove it. I'll be SpongeBob. Prove it. All right. Well, or did we call you Dickie Scorsese? Who's backing you up, Mauser? Yeah. Your executive writer. Get out of here with that. <laughs> it's false. It's false. Uh. If there's any discouragement, it would have been like Rich and Spot. With my tickle sack songs, because they were never really embraced the way I wanted them to be. But I'm not trying to beat ourselves up over anything. You know, I think we had a great run. I'm being positive on it. I'm just saying that sometimes you look back and you have to realize, like, what you're remembered for. And, yes, yeah, is that what I want to be remembered for? And we knew that all along, but it, it was proven to me. When I said, I'm telling you for a fact, I'm quoting... Loosely, like, yeah, you know, you could do what, do what you're great at. Guacamole. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> guac contest. Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. That's what you're good at. Yeah, you're good so, at guacamole. Hey, contest. make the people love their guac off. It was, dude. I'll always embrace people it. I still it. would want to do it, but you know, there's something to be learned there, and know that I'm aware of those things. You know, I am. Moving forward. Guacamole sure. guy. You're guac guy. Yeah. You're the guy that has a guac contest. For and sure. That's how you are known forever. Yeah. It, which, I, again, I'm very proud of that. What are people going to miss about? I'm very proud of the run. Of, what are people going to miss about Kavino and Rich at Sirius XM? No guac every year. So that's my way back Wednesday. You're right. No, it's true. It's true. But do you want to be remembered for just that? I. You know what I often think? I often think that... I often think that... We had an interesting soft launch into our new platform here mm -hmm. because we've been doing the show at home for a year. So that was also an interesting thought where it's not like one day we're in the studio, then it's like, all right, guys, uh, show's over on SiriusXM. Go do your own thing. The show hasn't changed one bit because we've been doing this at home since 13 months ago. So there's no... You know what I'm saying? There was no big shock to the system. No, none at all. None at all. Yeah. But you can't help but think every once in a while you're taking shit, mind wanders. You read a comment like, hey, dude, bros, what's up? And you're like, yeah, dude, bros. Hmm. Yeah. I guess I'll always be that. Yeah. So that's just a thought, guys. You'll always be. Just a thought. But again, you can't beat yourself up. No reason. I don't think there's any reason for Rich and I to. Um, but you can make the adjustments. And it does make you think about your relationships, too. Forces you to think. Think about your relationships. Where'd you go wrong? Where'd you go wrong? Think about your dad. I think about. I want to meet that dad. I, I think about. Uh, I think about the different people I dated, and 
how there were some that were not salvageable. Like some, I, I, some, I did, I did enough right where some it, gave you the signs yeah. early. Yeah, you and chose to ignore them. And then there's ones where I'm like, you know what? That probably would have worked a lot better if if I was more understanding or kinder or you know prioritize this differently. But there are times where you look back and you're like, yeah, nothing I would have adjusted would have saved that situation. That's why I'm saying you can't beat yourself up. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't beat yourself up for making that choice. But you could sort of learn from it moving forward. So I'm stating the obvious, but I wanted to give you the mind thought or the, I guess, the place I'm at in the, what do you call it, spot? No, no, no. The place you're at in, like, denial, the place you're at. Oh, in the stages of uh, the stages of grief. grief. Yeah, grief. Yeah, in the stages of grief, I'm at the like reflection stage, kind of, I guess, and that's my thought recently. Are you are you bargaining? Is that if what it's I called? yeah? If I yeah. had done this, then uh, no, then this would have happened. Well, I can tell you what. That's bargaining. I don't dwell, so I'm not dwelling on those things. <laughs> oh, how would you guys feel if SiriusXM did a guac off with someone else? Oh my god! <laughs> I would uh, war- I would want to warn that person. Be like, be careful. So yeah, gonna, I would say if you're good at it, that's all they're going to remember. Uh, Cavino never wanted to do self-promotion. That's from Gabriel. Yeah, I'm agreeing with Rich. You always gave him a hard time when he was embracing new social media platforms. I think that's his excuse for being lazy, to be honest. Okay. Yeah, that's my uh, my 100% honest opinion there. I agree with Cavino. I'm I'm so my opinions are so mighty and powerful. How, how come when I'm encouraging you to do creative things, you don't do them? I agree with Cavino again. Dude, bro, must have meant man boy to the bosses. Hard to outgrow that connotation. I'm telling you. I was always that. I'm like, yo, guys. I'm like. That's from Andrew. 40-something. I, I've been doing this as long, if not longer, than you. Uh, let's see. Want to read a little of the video chat feedback? Um, but, yeah, as far as self-promotion, I'm just. For a guy with a huge ego, I'll be the first to admit that. My ego's not my amigo, but I'm. A little too humble for that life. But I realize that's the world we live in. So you're saying, how do you, how can you be humble? That doesn't make sense. Well, I don't like doing, I don't think I'm that interesting that, you know, I need to be out there all the time, but that's how today's world works, you know? So hopefully that makes sense. And of course, that's a major misstep. Major hey, misstep. At least you're not the truffle, uh, truffle shuffle kid. From, that's from Crystal. Yeah. Um, Let's see. J-Dub agrees. Dude Bros always made me cringe. It's always made me cringe. I'll be honest. You know what makes me cringe a little bit now? And and you've leaned into it hard? These nuts? Carl's. Well, again, something we didn't come up with. I love all the Carl's, but like... I like it, though. It doesn't bother me. But you're right. Like, knowing that lesson we've learned... Well, knowing the lesson of Dude Bros, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. And we call our listeners Carl's. Like, to, to another person... That's something it's that just, you're going to look back and be like. It's an acronym, though. There's Cavino and Rich listeners. You know, I get it. Like, I, I have, I have friends. Thoughts? I have, I have old school. I have friends from, like, high school that, like, will sarcastically be like, I saw the Carl's page. Carl's. It's like, kind of, it's, like, it's, Carl, yeah, it's, yeah, it's no different than Dude Bros yeah, today. Yeah, Carl's is no different Carl's than Dude is Bros. Just, Carl's is, like, the 2020 Dude Bro. It They're is. hot Carl's. It's even worse. That's even worse, because now you're making, like, a. <laughs> yeah, that's. Maybe it's, it's you. Maybe it's just you. Maybe not it's just the, I mean, I have love for the Carl's. Oh, I no don't know said, about no that. Said, no one said but that you didn't spot. But it's what like I'm saying, I, like I look ch- at that as an acronym. Like it doesn't necessarily. But if it were like the Chads, that'd be better. But like Carl just sounds like an old name. I mean, I it could have been the Barts. It just it, again, it's Bitch not. The, it's not the people. Like I, I love the Carl's page. I spend way too much time talking to the people that support us. But if you think that 
that's like the catchy, cool thing that's going to take it to a new level. <laughs> Get ready. I Spots, never, Spots I never right. thought of that. Spots I never right. thought of it that way. Really? Spots right. Carl's, the Kavito and Rich Carl's is the 2021 version of Dude Bro. Well, I mean, like everyone has their little monsters. Maybe we should call them our little gremlins. Yeah. Our little goblins out there are watching, hanging out. We appreciate you guys. See. I mean, how do we describe our beehive? So anyway, Carl, I, I'm just letting so you know. Good to see you, Carl. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't beat myself up over that one. By the way, for me, that one's way better. Like anything Bill Jackson I, said, the first thing you heard, Carl's. He was like, Whoa. "Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah." I don't know. Carl. It doesn't bother me because anything like anything branded, dude. Here's here's the other personal. Like, I have a personal pet peeve, right? Anything branded, dude. I give zero credibility to. Like, like if I'm watching Shark Tank, right, and this guy's like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm calling this the dude robe. Like, the dude robe? Fucking corny. Next, take it behind the barn and shoot it. How could you right? say that when you're the king of the dude robes? Isn't that ironic? <laughs> it, that's what kills me the most. I'm like, I, that's my pet peeve, yet I embraced it. Mm-hmm. Like um like even dude wipes yeah you know I'm like, like dude oh, wipes I'm I like, mean how about you yeah, take a wipe it, your ass so why don't you call it, it a loses, dude wipe I don't want to buy it it loses credibility yeah. when it when you well you've lost label all it as that you know and 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 here we have our own credibility that I feel we've lost because I embraced something that I knew sounded corny what are you gonna do mm. dude when to find the first guy that called us up and said hey dude bros punch like it was face I think it was Dave in uh Edmonton Edmonton or something yeah. I feel like it was Hi, dude, bros. Motherfucker. Yeah. Hey, what's up, dude, bros? Eh? Or does he say fuckers? Hey, what's hey, up, fuckers? fuckers? Yeah, it was, I could hear it in my in my brain. Dude, bros. So anyway, that's it. Just the the thought of missteps along the way. Well, don't don't beat yourself up. Don't be, unless uh, you're John Rocker. <laughs> like unless you've done some serious shit. Hey, Carl. You know? Unless you like you him. cheated on your wife. Like yeah, like you shouldn't have done that. Like you got to own up you, to that. You can't really regret. Those type of things. But it is interesting to look back, like you said, not only at jobs, but relationships, friendships. You might have said, like, yeah, really, uh, you know, John and I don't hang out, hang out anymore. Hey, what happened? Let me let me reflect. Why don't we? Like, exactly. why don't, like where did That's it go exactly wrong? That's exactly where I wanted you know, the conversation where, you know, to You know where it went wrong? It went wrong where I guess we'd hang out all right. the time. and uh, Find the moment. No, but there's there's got to be a moment. You know, or like, there's something... There's a moment where you're like there was probably a moment. Was there a misstep? There was a moment where it was like, where it was like uh, someone's like, oh yeah, they're the dude bros, huh? And it was like, when from, from there, I don't know. It, we listen. I'm it was not, good I'm for a second. Like we we were there. Your relationship with John. We were there 16 years at Sirius XM yeah, as not, a show. So I don't think it. I don't think up. it killed us that much. But I'm just saying, like you're right. I, but think I don't about your friendship or something. It. Your friendship that sort of fell off. There was always a time and a time when it sort of went south. Where was that misstep, or however it might not be a misstep, but where was that wrong turn, or where was that shift? Where you look back and you're like, yeah, that was a good friendship. I don't know what happened. You ever have you ever you ever look back at a friendship and say, I'm totally at fault for something where it went wrong, and yes, it's lingered, but you haven't really ever truly apologized, or maybe you did apologize. Do you ever have that? Where you look back and say. No, let me. As I look at that, man, I was really the dick there. Let me apologize. Like, I'm not. I'm not. You know, it's not. It's not like childhood relationships. Yeah, but they're not like going like like little kid relationships. Yeah, but it's not like a. It's not like an AA thing where you're like, oh, gotta go apologize to all these people from my past. I'm saying, is it a? Has there been a situation where you're like, 
you know, I used to really be close with uh, Frank, and uh, you know why things went wrong? Because I was sort of a dick. You know, Frank, let me, I'm, I'm sorry. I think I've done that in a way. Again, this, this ties into our previous conversation of, of yeah, the, the wrong turn that you made. But I think they're natural, and they're a part of growing up as well. And if you didn't make those wrong turns, you would have never learned from it, right? That's how you learn. There's no such thing as perfect, unless you're Kurt Hennig. Yeah, I, I so think So these missteps it. and these, mis- these mistakes yeah. help you prepare for future. There was, there was a guy that I was really tight with. This guy Jeff in college, right? Right. Really great guy. In fact, like, never had a, a bad, never had a falling out or anything bad. Really, like, good guy. And truthfully, I didn't go to his wedding when I was in my mid to late 20s. Were you invited? No, yeah, yeah, I was, I was invited, and I did. I RSVP'd yes that I would go, and I got caught up at work shit or something, and I didn't uh. go, and I never told him I didn't go, and then I was embarrassed to, yeah, I was embarrassed I, to uh yeah. like call him after that because like oh I'm Just such a let it fizzle oh, I'm such a jerk off like I was like I didn't show up at his wedding. And I RSVP'd yes because I probably had some like Z100 event or something. This is like a long time ago. Right. And, and we comment on each other's stuff on Facebook now. And I think at one point I was like, hey, man, I feel really, really you stupid. You have that uh, Billy Madison moment? Yeah, I think I – but it wasn't elaborate, but I think I – Spot, one, way back on a Wednesday, can you just cue up that scene? Billy Madison. Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. I'm For curious. people like my mom because she's the only one who probably hasn't seen that scene. Where you start reflecting on the misstep. Like I said, the relationships you describe, for me, are all very Kevin Arnold related. Meaning, <coughs> Kevin Arnold grew up in the neighborhood, and he had nerdy friends like Paul Pfeiffer, right? Oh, dude, I'm looking... But, but what happened yeah. to Kevin Arnold and Paul Pfeiffer? I don't know what did. Kevin Arnold got into Winnie Cooper. And uh, like, that's right, yeah. He was a little cooler than Paul Pfeiffer, and he wanted to go to the Jets game, and he didn't want to like hang out with Paul, nerdy Paul and his allergies all the time. So although he yeah. loved Paul... He's like, yeah, I'm kind of cooler than just Paul's friend, right? So he went off on his own a little bit. And then Paul's like, yo, bro, what's up? I thought we were boys. Yeah. You could beat yourself up over that. Or you could say, yeah, you know, I guess I was a little, I guess I was wrong. But I, hey, what am I going to do? So I had friends like that growing up where, eh, yeah, we played the trumpet together, you know? Yeah. And then guess what? This guy wanted to still play the trumpet. And I want to, like. Chase some cheeks. Yeah, not, Am I, I bad for that? I actually, I just looked on my Facebook DMs. That doesn't mean you don't like that guy any less. It's just like you were going a different direction. And, and I, I never went, I never went full on, I never went full on like apology, apology, but I realized, I look back, I scrolled back to like my DMs with this guy, right? Yeah. And I, in 2012, I was like, yo, it's been forever, man. Bummed we lost contact. And you know, like, but I never truly was like, it all is because I fucking skipped your <laughs> wedding. I don't think you have to. No, but like, I, 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 I uh, yeah, it, it went from like, a, a, someone I talk to frequently to now like a once in a blue moon thing. And I was like, yeah, it was, some, it was my fault. You know? I think I've, uh, I think I've made my apologies in, in my own way, I think. Um, so, again, owning it, being accountable, making the adjustment. Yeah. What but, do you got, Spot? You got the clip? Grath, I graduated from Nib High School in 1984. Uh, uh, yeah. Who's this? Um, this is uh, Billy Madison. You probably don't remember me, but I, I went to high school with you. Um, I, I kind of gave you a hard time back then, and I did some things that I thought were funny at the time, but now I realize they were just mean and, and stupid, and I uh, <laughs> just wanted to apologize, and I hope you forgive me. Yes, yeah, sure. Don't worry about it. It's no problem. 
Wow, well, that's great. Um, well, I am sorry, and uh, maybe we can get together sometime and, uh, and have some coffee or something. Sure, I'd like that. Okay, oh. well, I'll see you around. Okay. Bye. <laughs> People to kill. Yeah. Cross off Billy right. Madison. Maybe you should apologize. I don't yeah, know. You never know. So that being said, I'm gonna I'm gonna write a letter to Lord Business of Sirius XM and apologize for being the guy I thought they wanted me to be, which was the king of the dude bros. King of the dude bros, Steve Cavino. <laughs> That's who the you are, man. And scene. Ta da! King of the dude bros. <sighs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody. Thank you very much. There, there's a. Uh, but you know what the ironic part of that story was? Yeah. I embraced some shit that I didn't want to embrace because I thought I was doing the right thing to be nice. Yeah. So there's also a part of me, which isn't the good part, but the, the evil Cavino on, on my shoulder goes, that's what you get for trying to be a nice guy. Fuck all these idiots. No, but then I could, yeah, listen, you could, you could argue the opposite that you didn't embrace I things you should have. I had longevity. No, you, I think there's a lot of things you didn't embrace that you should have. And it's not all like, oh, point the finger at you. I'm saying there's things, though, that knowing I mean, your person. unless you're perfect. Knowing your personality, like, there's people we've met over the years that instead of embracing them, your instinct is like, fuck that guy. Like, Gary Vaynerchuk was on our channel and, like, was friendly with us. And you're like, yeah, fuck him. Meanwhile, like, no, but how did he come on our show? Did he respond to you? No, no, but what I'm saying is no. you're the guy that was always quick to say fuck you to the new guy. Right. And there's been a few new guys over the years that really could have been great allies for our careers and friendships. I won't deny that. And you but are you're the guy that's always like, fuck this guy, fuck this guy. And instead of saying I've reflected, bud. All right. Who reached out to Gary V? Just saying. I even told. Let me tell you, I'm a man of I'm a man of conviction. I'm a man of pride. I'm a man of my word. I didn't fucking go to Gary V, be like, yo, bud, remember me? We were like buds. What did you say? I said, yo, Gary, I always sort of hated you. I've learned to love you, bud. So you, you, know, you, yeah. you know what? He respected that because he's probably the same t sort of asshole. Yeah. But he respected that. Like, he was like, we had a laugh about that. Hey, man, I want to invite you to the show. Fuck yeah, dude, tell me when. It was like understood. Like, yo, dude, I always thought you were the biggest asshole. Now I'm like your biggest fan. I was honest about it. <laughs> I was I was honest about it. Yeah. So let it be known. Trill, bro. Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. We hope you enjoyed that highlight from our show. Now, if you want to catch our show live every day, video and audio, patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Join us on our new adventure. Patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Again, there's two tiers, one where you could just listen. One where you can listen and watch what we do, plus some extras behind the velvet rope. Either way, we hope you join, and we hope you enjoy it. Appreciate you listening. We're Cavino and Rich. Tell your friends. Cavino and Rich, best of the week.